This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome to Covered in Pet Hair, a bluesy show for pet lovers on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Isabel Alvarez-Arada, and today I have the pleasure of having a drink and a chat with the host of the Wag Out Loud podcast. I'll tell you all about her and introduce you as soon as we come back from these messages from our sponsors. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Covered in Pet Hair. I'm your host, Isabel Alvarez-Arada, and today... I have the pleasure of having a drink and a chat with a pet parent. She's a canine nutritionist, an entrepreneur. She's an affiliate, a podcast host, which I just mentioned. She's a dog brand liaison, which I'm going to ask her about. She's a tea drinker, a world traveler, a fitness fanatic, a lover of the outdoors. You can find her in Colorado, camping, hiking, fishing, cross-country skiing, snowshoeing, which I don't even know what that is, and more. She was born in Toronto, Canada, which might be why she loves the snow so much. She now lives in Castle Rock, Colorado, which is just south of Denver. She's married to John. She is dogma to 13-year-old Norwich Terrier, whose name is Winston, and has her same hair color, which I find fascinating. She dislikes when people don't pick up after their dogs or spend their entire dog walk talking on the phone. As a former dog walker, I totally hear that. She also hates when people let their dogs off leash and cannot control them. I mean, who doesn't? She is Krista Karpowicz, and she's the host of the Wag Out Loud podcast. Welcome, Krista. It's so good to have you on the show. Oh, Isabel, I have been looking forward to this and your energy. I mean, you are just a shining light and always positive and put a smile on my face. So thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. I'm so excited to chat with you because I think you and I are very like-minded. And as I said, when I first laid eyes on you this evening, I just love a girl with a bob. I just love, I love any lady with a bob. It's my kind of lady. Before I talk more about who you are and what makes you tick and wake up in the morning, I want to introduce our drinking game. So today, anytime you hear this word, audience, the secret word is Higgins. Make sure you take a drink of whatever you're enjoying, but please be sure you're over 21 to join us in the U.S. of age, wherever it is you're joining us from. Please do not drink and drive and always drink responsibly. So what are you having tonight, Krista? Well, it is 10 degrees in Colorado today. So I switched my drink to a bourbon with the big ice ball, but not just any bourbon because I 
usually didn't like bourbons. My husband always said, just take a sip. And I thought it was disgusting until Weller 12, which is a weeded bourbon, which is different than made from rye. And it is like smooth and caramelly. You just wait for the ice to melt a little bit. A little bit. And it is so good. Do you make the ice yourself at home? You have one of those big ice ball maker things? You don't have it as part of the freezer, but they're little things that you fill and you stick in the freezer and it comes out like a perfect ball. I love those. They're so good because they melt at just the right speed perfectly. And I love bourbon. I actually am going to try that bourbon you just mentioned because I love bourbon. So if I'm going to like it even more, you are going to try it. Weller 12. It's hard to find. Uh, Buffalo Trace is the distillery in Kentucky that makes it. So check it out. I will. Absolutely. Well, I'm having, I'm keeping it local. I'm having a Mexican mule. There is white tequila in here. There's a little bit of Cointreau. There is a lot of ginger beer because I'm trying to keep it light today and a splash of lime. So cheers. Thank you for being on the show. I'm so happy to see you. Cheers, Isabel. Good to see you. Well, in order to get to know you better, I came up with our first game. And I'm sure you've heard this game before. My kids actually got a book for Valentine's Day from their grandparents, from my in-laws, that was the Would You Rather book about Valentine's Day. So it inspired me to ask you, would you rather? And I have a few different scenarios that I took inspiration from, from Parade.com, the website, because it'll let me know kind of where you're coming from, a little bit about your perspective and your priorities. Are you ready to play? Let's do it. Awesome. I know this is like a fun game. And actually for anybody who's never played this parade.com has like 125 questions. So if you're like bored at home, maybe a snowstorm or something, (laughs) it's a perfect thing to pick up and ask your partner or your family or friends. All right. Number one, would you rather have the ability to choose a winning lottery number today or see 150 years into the future? Oh, I'll take the money. Show Same. me the money. Because I won't be in 150 years. So I, I know. Care. I guess with the visions of the 150 years from now, you can know where to invest and stuff. But I just want the money now. Then yeah. I don't have to worry right. about investing. Exactly. Number two, would you rather have telekinesis, which is the ability to move things with your mind, or telepathy, the ability to read minds? Mm. I'd rather move things because I probably couldn't take the mind reading thing. Ooh, you're right. I was thinking of how practical it is. You're like already in bed. You need to turn off the light. You're like, but yeah. Oh, yeah. They're not, see, that would be really tough because a lot of people have a lot of anger issues Mm -hmm. and they're always judgmental and I don't want to hear that garbage. No, I agree. You'd have to be able to turn it off. Like if you go to a dinner party, you're like, I don't want to hear anybody's minds today. Exactly. (laughs) Would you rather hang out with the ladies from the original Sex and the City cast or the cast of The Office? Sex and the City. Same. I mean, cocktails all day. I mean, I don't remember The Office having. Yes. 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 Okay. That was easy. So, so with, between the Bob and that answer, I know we're like very similar. Okay. Would you rather be chronically underdressed or chronically overdressed? I'll take the overdressed. I don't mind looking fine. <laughs> exactly. You mean I'm the one that looks the best in the place? Sorry. Even if it's like, you know, 7-Eleven running an errand? Okay, I'll take it. Yeah. Would you rather have a live-in housekeeper or a personal chef? 
Oh boy. Is the chef living there too? Or they just come and do the meal prep? I don't know. You can Mm. decide. You can decide. That's hard. I think we both really love to cook. So if the in-home chef is part-time, all day long. Got it. And the housekeeper, we have one and love her and she comes every other week. This would be a live-in. She would be there for this live-in. Cleaning every day. I don't think I'd like that. That's overkill. No. Overkill. You see, I have very young children and three old dogs that shed. I would totally take the live-in housekeeper. (laughs) Please come vacuum every day and then you can take the rest of the day off. (laughs) All right. This was an interesting one. Would you rather be 11 feet tall or nine inches tall? Oh my gosh. I feel like our dogs are either like... Yeah. Little tinies or huge, right? Mm-hmm. But they're always smaller than us. So even the big guys mm. aren't looking up. So I think between the two, I'd go for the 11 feet. Yeah, me too. Yep. I'd mm-hmm. see more. Yeah. Yeah. And less danger of being squished. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Those poor little teeny dogs. Oh, you have to do the little puppy shuffle. I know. I know. Uh, would you rather lounge by the pool or on the beach? Oh, I would say the pool, you know, just... This last summer, I'm 55 years old and I went to Mexico and it was my first swim up bar ever. I'm in, loved it, lived there. It was great. It was so hot out. And to just sit in the water and have drinks and talk to people, I'd say the pool. But I'd love to look at the beach from the pool. Yes, I'm the same way. I grew up in Miami, so I obviously go to the beach a lot, especially when I go home. And You'll find my sister floating in the water at the beach always, right? She like we joke that all she does is float. And then you'll see me like at the cute, like having a drink served to me by the pool, like at the cute, like little area there. Cause it's Very just nice. it's more my style. I don't know. This one's interesting. Oh Would you rather speak every language there is fluently or have your dog speak English to you? Oh, you know the answer. Me too. Talk to me all day, dog. Tell me. (laughs) What do you think? Yeah, that would be amazing. That would be so cool. I don't know if I'd want, like, I'd want, again, a pause button. Because I don't know if we have, like, I don't know if my dogs are, like, chatterboxes. And they're going to just be, like, or, like, like you said, negative and critical. Who knows? Like, if we have, like, a grumpy dog that's constantly complaining, I don't know that I want them to have that. And then I'll just take all the languages. Okay, I have two more for you. Would you rather sleep in a dog house or let stray dogs sleep in your bed? Stray dogs in my bed. Really? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so not be very comfortable. At least my bed is comfortable. Yeah. And... I mean, I think I would have to know how dirty these stray dogs are because my bed's like my sanctuary. And so like, but you know, if they're cute enough, which they Now you're getting into details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm very particular about my bed. I talk about this a lot. Even my kids, I'm like, why are you in here? Because I just want, even my husband, I'm like, I just want a bed for myself. I'm going to go back to the Lucy. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go back to the Lucy and Ricky days where I have my no. own bed. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> you're so funny. <laughs> okay, last one. Would you rather be the funniest person in the room or the smartest person in the room? Hmm. One thing that I'm working on with myself is to have more fun, that I'm serious a lot. So I think at this stage in life, I would rather be funnier. Mm-hmm. I hear that. Me too. I'd like, I'd rather be funnier because that just means I'm having a good time and the people around me are having a good time. This world, this crazy world, we need an outlet. We need to loosen up a little bit. 
And certainly being very smart these days is sometimes a crutch. Like you don't want to know everything that's going on. You kind of want to be a little clueless about certain things. Yeah, I agree. I'm with you for most of that. That was like 99% we were on the same. Yeah, I agree completely. Okay, so you (laughs) you studied canine nutrition in 2018 and you started your podcast three years ago. Uh, So what were you doing prior to that? For almost 10 years, I was a partner in a company that did small business advisory. Very cool. Awesome. Okay. So obviously when we talk about, you know, all the things that you do as a liaison, you're going to have all that experience from your previous life, right? I did take a lot with me. Yes. Yeah, I bet. Good to know about business. (laughs) I mean, business knowledge helps in everywhere, everywhere you can think of it and anywhere you can apply it. So you studied canine nutrition instead of say dog training. Why did that topic kind of call you? Well, uh, I have Winston now he's 13. And before him, I had another Norwich Terrier and his name was Higgins. And he was a young adult and just started having seizures out of nowhere. Three different veterinarians could not figure out why, you know, is it environmental? Is it something he's eating? We don't know why he's having seizures. And I decided to get a second dog and she was an adult. She was a Norfolk Terrier and the breeders said, we're not going to sell her to you unless you promise to feed raw. Hmm. Okay. I'd never fed raw. Higgins was getting a dry food processed kibble. And I said, sure, you know, I'll learn about raw and fed her raw. Might as well feed Higgins raw. Well, once that happened, he never got another seizure. (gasps) I thought, wow, this nutrition thing has something to it. So that's always been in the back of my mind. I continued to feed him raw. He lived till 16, got Winston. Winston has always been fed raw and on a dog walk where I think the best when I'm walking Winston, it just came to me. I really want to study canine nutrition. I love that. You know, it's funny in this industry, interviewing people, as I'm sure you found, is it's always a pet that like leads us into these situations where we have like these aha moments that we're like, we could be doing so much good for pet parents because we have had this great experience with our pets. So obviously Higgins came in to your life for that reason to inspire you, right? Hey, Isabel, what was the word to drink? Oh, no, you don't know the word. Oh, I'll add that in post-production. Got it. So do I just keep drinking? (laughs) You just drink when you want to. Yeah, you just drink when you want to. I'm drinking. I'm drinking. Cheers. (laughs) You drink and enjoy. This is basically the concept of the show is that we're like basically as if we were in some kind of a conference industry event and we meet and we go have a drink and we catch up and share, you know, stories. And that's what this is all about. That's all it is. Perfect. And I love your games that you add to the fun. Thank you. Yes. It's meant to be kind of like, you know, a late night TV show where they like, you know, add games just to pass the time. Um, But I actually do want to learn about you because obviously that's the whole point of the games. So you're a dog brand liaison. Can you explain to me what that means and what you do as one? Well, we've probably heard of brand ambassadors. Mm hmm. And we've heard of salespeople, we've heard of distributors, and I wanted to do something a little different. And I am a dog brand liaison with one of my favorite affiliate products, and that is the Mine Pet Platter. 
And I can't tell you where I found out about it, but I reached out to them and got Carol on the phone. And she is actually the founder of the Mind Pet Platter. And I just went bananas. You know, my dog, we've always fed from bowls. Yep. It's our convenience. And we're doing things so wrong. And I, I'm in this pack. I am not shaming anybody. I fed from a bowl up until about a year ago. And we put it up against the wall or in the corner. Right. And if you were to look at wolves in the wild, which dogs share 99% of the same DNA, or even wild dogs, they're not eating from bowls. <laughs> they're eating <laughs> on their natural territory on the ground. And this pet platter brings all five senses that the dogs can then use again during mealtime. And when you think about it, their entire life, we dictate. We yes. say when you're going to sleep, when you're going to go to the bathroom, when you're going to go for a walk, when you get a play date, what have you. Their mealtime should be the one thing that they control, mm -hmm. that they are happy about, can use all of their senses without shoving their face in this hole. I could go on and on. So as a dog brand liaison, I am the intermediary, if you will, between retailers and veterinarians and daycare centers and influencers in the pet business. So I help them get set up however they want to. If they're a retailer, if they are an affiliate, if they want to prescribe platters to their patients. So it's so much fun and it takes the pressure off of everybody because I am not the salesperson. I am still the host of the Wag Out Loud podcast. I'm still a nutritionist. I am just crazy about this product and want to share it with you. I love I love the product. I found out about it on your website. It is a great product. Is it dog and cat friendly? It is. It is for both. And yes. Carol spent five years researching dogs and wolves in the wild, as well as mountain lions and how they eat. And one interesting thing about cats, which you don't think about, their whiskers, they get whisker fatigue mm -hmm. from a bowl. It actually will hurt them. And the same with dogs. They have, you know, their nose is their strongest sensory organ. And I am not putting down other products, but products that project into their face like the lick mats or the slow feeders, that causes so much pain. It causes inflammation. It causes aggravation. And they've got these mucous membranes in their nose that actually swell or dry up from this constant from the bowl or these other raised feeders, whereas the pet platter, everything is down. So they, oh, can you imagine these short-faced breeds? Yes. Oh, this is just like heaven. So this is such a cool concept. I did see that you could use it for kibble. You can use it for raw feeding. You can use it for treats like that. You would treats, lick, treats, they would the lick treat. some off. Yes. Yes. It, it comes in three colors. It's the three colors that dogs actually see, which is gold, teal, and red. So depending on your floors, if you have a dark floor like I do, I feed Winston on the goldenrod because it, it's a much better contrast. So lighter floors would get the red or the teal. And it that just so crazy. Multi-dog households, they know this is my platter. This is my color. No more food aggression. I mean, it's crazy. 
but I just love it. I'm so passionate about it. I wish I thought of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is a really cool product. It's funny because you just said my favorite color. So obviously I'm part dog. I love that it's attractive for those of us who, you know, don't want to just a ugly bowl sitting there. I know a lot of cat parents feed off of just like a plate, yes. but if you're using like a ceramic plate, the plates like being licked and kicked all over the place. This is such a much, a much more a safer it's dishwasher safe, right? Like it's easy to use. You don't have to worry about your pet, like somebody stepping on it and knocking things over. I'm sure it encourages dogs and cats to just eat while their food is there. Oh, it slows them down. Winston, I timed him the first time I ever tried the platter. It usually took him 27 seconds to just <laughs> scoop his food up the sidewall of the bowl and it's gone. He scarfed yeah. same meal on the platter. First time was four and a half minutes. <gasps> that is so much better for them, right? Well, it's better for digestion. Yes. A lot of the larger deep chested breeds have higher bloat probability right. mm -hmm. and there's just so many benefits and yes, it's dishwasher safe. It's BPA free. Yep. It's made out of plant material. So cool. And it's made here in the United States. You've I mean, sold me. I just, you sold me. You've sold me. I'm going to get, I'm going to get my dog some because especially my border collie, she needs engagement in everything we do. She needs enrichment in everything she does. So like she Good needs word. to like, really like be present and enjoying things all day long to get her mind going because otherwise she's not, she's a border collie. So she's physical, but she's also real smart. So she needs to have that, like, I don't know, stimulation in everything she does. And I know that it does encourage when they slow down, encourages the gastric juices and they digest better. They have better looking stools, which I'm sure you and I could have a whole show about poop, but we're yeah. not going to do that. We're not going to talk poop today. <laughs> I do have to take a break. I want to hear from our sponsors and then we're going to come back and we're going to pretend that we're on a shopping spree. Don't go anywhere. You'll want to know what she is spending her money on when I give her two minutes to decide. We'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Molly, here's your dinner. <laughs> Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your cat tree tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Covered in Pet Hair. I am here talking to Krista of the Wag Out Loud podcast. That's P-A-W-D. Paw, paw, paw. Because obviously she's canine obsessed. And I would love to be in Colorado right now having a drink in person and maybe hitting up like a pet store after because I would like to know what it is that Krista would spend her money on if I gave her two minutes to make a list. 
And she's going to do this now in our second game that it's called Shopaholic Takes the Pet Isle. And you're going to have two minutes on my handy dandy clock. I have a clock. I have a timer. And pretend that there are no limits. Pretend that every product is available to you. Pretend that, you know, supply shortages don't exist. You're going to tell me where you would spend your money, unlimited amounts of money. I want to know what your favorite pet products are. Are you ready to play? I'm so ready. Yay! <laughs> Go! Okay. Well, you mentioned I was an affiliate. So I test every product that I recommend that's on my Wag Out Loud website. I am a raw feeder, as we talked about. And one of the foods that I just brought on as affiliate is Viva Raw. Love it. They are a young company and most raw is grinds. You know, it just looks like hamburger meat. Mm -hmm. This actually has chunks as well. So I love Viva Raw and I check out sourcing. I check out ingredients. Where are the animals that are used in this food coming from? And can't speak highly enough of Viva Raw. My second food would be Raw Vibrance. That's by Dr. Harvey's love them. I love them for their treats. They have freeze-dried treats, which are amazing. And I use their raw vibrance, which is a dehydrated vegetable fruit blend that you combine with either your own raw or your own home-cooked meats. So it's a complete and balanced diet and you're kind of home cooking and it has the eggshells in there, ground eggshells for calcium. And it has the green lip mussel, which is just amazing as an omega. Oh, it's just fabulous. We already talked about the pet platter. Every dog and cat needs the pet platter. Two yes. sizes, small and large. We already talked about that. Teeth. T-E-E-F. Ooh. Okay. This is a prebiotic that you put in your dog's water bowl. Tasteless. And it actually, I don't know if everybody knows, there's a microbiome in the mouth. We know about the gut, but we also have it in the mouth. And this helps deter plaque and therefore tartar from forming. Winston is a small dog. They normally need their annual cleanings. Yes. He hasn't had one in three years. Teeth is amazing and it's all natural. He had nine extractions nine years ago. So I have to make sure that his teeth are taken care of. So yes, that would be my next product. Okay. You've run out of time, but give me one more. I am. Wow. Fine, okay. You're fine. You're fine. What's the next one? Uh, let's go with tickless. Ooh. Now tickless products, because I am more of the holistic mindset and we know that flea and tick medications are pesticides and we're putting those in and on our dogs which is not good. So Tickless USA, all of these products are on my site with discounts. It is a little tag that they wear on their collar and it's scientifically proven. You can go on their site and read their studies. And it's a frequency that deters fleas and ticks from getting on your dog. We don't hear it. They don't hear it. Wildlife doesn't hear it, but I would rather do that on my dog than all of the chemicals, you know, the shampoos oh and the collars and the treatment between yes. their shoulders. Yeah. No. And then those things also leech off onto us, our children, our, our elderly. Like it's not good for people who are immunocompromised because now that's just a toxic load that they're dealing with on top of everything else. 
I need to look into that product. I'm all about anything that's frequency, energy. Um, that sounds so cool. And I hats off to whomever said, I wonder what frequency a flea and a tick can hear at. Or how can I annoy a flea and a tick so much that they would stay off my dog? That is such a, that's science. That's the best part of science. That's so cool. I know. And I'm thinking of all these other products. So if anybody else, I mean, I've done all the hard work because I really care about the products that we're using on our dogs. So check out wagoutloud.com because there's there's a lot of others that I unfortunately didn't get. Time no, in. you're fine. You're totally fine. You are super passionate about pet products. You're passionate about empowering pet parents with the best stuff. And you're also really passionate about encouraging pet parents to advocate for themselves ask questions. The vet said this, this is their recommendation. Dig a little deeper. First, why do you think that people need to dig a little deeper? And two, like, could you give us another tip or two on how pet parents can empower themselves, advocate for themselves when it comes to their pets? Sure. Well, when you think about it, the pet industry, nothing is regulated in the pet industry. Nothing, everybody. That means food, supplements, products, I mean, CBD oil, that's the wild, wild west. (laughs) So, you know, a lot of, especially when it comes to food or treats, there are so many marketing ploys. And again, because there's no regulation, they can put whatever they want on the bag to make you think this is a good product for your dog. So we have to dig deeper. We have to ask the questions because our dogs can't do it. Right. And I'm an advocate for made in the USA. You know, the materials are sourced here. I can talk to you forever about, you know, we have toys and the bowls and everything else that our dogs are putting in their mouths that are ceramic, plastic, stainless, and even recycled plastics. We think, oh, that's good. That's good for the environment. Recycled, you have no idea what's in there. And all of our recycled plastics on these boats going to China for months and months, building up bacteria, that's all thrown in. It just, and that's our products as well. So what's interesting is that I just had an aha moment just in the last two years that what we are doing to ourselves health-wise is exactly the same as we're doing to our dogs. And a huge thing is the processed foods. High carbs, processed foods, and sugar, that's what they're eating if they're eating a kibble diet, which Mm -hmm. I fed once upon a time, didn't know any better. And that's what we're feeding ourselves. And therefore, it causes inflammation and disease. And that's why over 50% of our dogs are getting cancer. Yes. It's so true. It is so true. It is. And why so many people are getting cancer. Our bodies can't keep up with everything that we're exposing them to constantly. You're also concerned about the environment, which I, as a fellow pet lover, I've always been concerned about factory farming, cruelty-free products. You know, how are the animals in the world impacted by our consumption? So how do you source maybe your meats for your dogs? Do you have any tips on how people could do better if they are feeding raw? Yes. One thing with raw and commercial in general, commercial pet food, it's going to be more expensive when you get the organic pasture raised, pasture finished meats. So if you can afford it, great. That's the route that I would go is either raw or fresh cooked 
commercial because you know that those are complete and balanced. Right. Versus if you home cook and bless the people's hearts that do that, there is a lot to canine nutrition. Chicken and rice isn't going to cut it. There's so much more that they need that their body can't make on its own. I've done shows before. I have resources that can also help if you can't afford that diet or you have five large dogs in your home and you can't afford to feed them that way. It's so easy and cost-effective to just add to the kibble that you're feeding. Eggs. Oh my gosh. The world's perfect protein. Yep. Scramble some eggs on there. Canned sardines in water. Super affordable, great omega fatty acids, some blueberries, some steamed chopped greens, whether it's kale or spinach. I mean, there are studies that show just adding these like three times a week increases their health benefits and lessens their chances of cancer. So there's so much that we can do that we're learning. And I just love sharing that information with fellow dog lovers. Yeah, you are awesome. I was just listening to an interview that you did about different proteins, you know, that we're going to need to eventually go look into insects for protein and maybe some lab created proteins because our world just can't keep up. I know you've also done a whole in, um, episode, which I've done too, on poop and poo bags and the impact of it on the environment. There's so much that you're doing and so much that you're educating pet parents on. So how can our audience learn more about your podcast and everything you offer? Oh, thank you, Isabel. Well, it's really one-stop shopping. If you go to wagoutloud.com, you'll see all of the podcast episodes. Uh, again, it's almost three years old in May. So there's almost 150 episodes so far and great resources on there. There's events. I have a private community on Facebook. So I'm just trying to bring as much education as I can to pet parents because I never knew any of this until I started talking to the experts. Digging a little deeper, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's like a whole, you know, you don't even know what you're going to find when you go down that rabbit hole. But I'm so glad that we have experts like you putting us in touch with other experts that are going to help us do better because we all in everything we do. I think I believe that everybody's doing the best they can. Right. And not everybody's budget's going to allow for organic raw feeding, but it's encouraging to have somebody like you to kind of follow and focus on so that we can learn the little things that we can do that make a huge difference. So here's to you. Cheers for being on the show and for being amazing and for educating pet parents everywhere. Cheers. Thank you, Isabel. And I appreciate everything that you do. Ooh, my pleasure. My job is just drink drinks with interesting people. I mean, I am happy to do that job. I also <laughs> and play games. I just want to also shout out to my executive producer, Mark Winter, for agreeing to let me drink with people and talk dogs uh, and cats and whatever else. I've never really talked about anything else except for maybe like small animals, bunnies. But maybe in the future, I'll dig in a little deeper to other uh, pets. But for now, dogs and cats, here's to you. And uh, also to our audience, thank you for tuning in every week. I so appreciate your time. I love bringing you these awesome guests. So here's to you and here's to a life covered in pet because there's no better way to live. Cheers. Cheers, Isabel. To learn more about Covered in Pet Hair, please visit coveredinpethair.com or petliferadio.com. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on petliferadio.com.